and Luke. We could create a whole world in the mind of the listener simply by using sound effects. Ron Wolfley. <laughs> Luke Lipinski. Huh. Wolf and Luke. 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Hour number two of the show, live from the Auction Community Studios. It is Wolf and Luke, and joining us right now on the 72 Sold Sports Line is Jay Williams, host of Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max on ESPN. Jay, we got a lot to talk to you about. I'm excited to have you back on, but we have to start with Duke. Can you give us a sense of what Duke, North Carolina, and the Final Four is going to be like? Well, I have no sense because these teams have never met in the NCAA tournament, boys. I can't tell you, man. I am flying down on Saturday. I am wearing all my Duke <laughs> gear. And just let me tell you my mindset that I'm in this week. All this objectivity, and I'll give the praise to Hubert, and I'll tell you about all the great players that played for North Carolina. But I was literally having lunch, and a guy wearing a North Carolina fleece jacket was walking up to me to say hi. And I said, nope, not this week. <laughs> not this week. Go the opposite direction. Because this is my mindset. And I want the team that ended Coach K's senior night. That's my mentality, boys. I mean, honestly, right now, what is just quickly your thoughts on the tournament overall and how it has gone? I know you're so happy that Duke is in the Final Four, but your thoughts on the Final Four? Yeah, man. I mean, look, you got you got North Carolina, you have Kansas, oh, you have Villanova, you have Duke. I mean, you have a blue blood <laughs> Final Four. And I got to tell you, you know, with this being Coach K's last year, if you think about who epitomizes what college basketball is about, um, that's Jay Wright, right? And if you think about a guy like Bill Self, even though there is a little bit of a interesting cloud due to an incidentally investigation, which, you know what, in 20 years, like there should have been thousands of NCAA investigations, right? Everybody's playing the same game to a degree. Let's be honest about it. Uh, but you have a guy who's won the Big 12 countless amount of times, and then you have the history of North Carolina, Dean Smith, Rory Williams, uh, now Hubert Davis. Um, it, it's uh, th- it feels like college basketball is back in the spotlight for – a sport that, let's be frank, over the last couple of years, it's been hard to market. With the exception of, you know, going from Trey Young to Zion Williamson, there hasn't been a lot to market to bring attention to the sport other than chaos or issues that occur. So now I feel like what we've seen over this past year is college basketball gaining momentum to be back at the forefront of a lot of conversations when that has not been the typical case over the last several years. Talking to Jay Williams, uh, Jay, switching gears to the NBA, we've talked to you about the Suns a lot this season. Now with seven games left, they still have an eight-and-a-half game lead. I'm just trying to put them within the context of the of the rest of the NBA this year, not historically, but when you look at them and you see the playoffs starting, do you see an area where they where they not are weak but are maybe more vulnerable than somewhere else? No, and I'm going to double down on this and say, and more so than last year, I am a believer in the basketball gods. I am. I believe in karma, and I believe that the basketball gods have put the touch of their faith on the point God. And I can say this in full belief that this is the best opportunity of Chris Paul's career, even 
combining with last year to win a world championship. Mm. Stephen Curry injured, Draymond Green back injury, Clay Thompson coming off not playing in two years, John Morant hampered by injuries, Utah very inconsistent, a lot of questions in the Western Conference. Lakers, uh, you talk about LeBron James, sore knee, left sore knee, left sore ankle, AD out injured, Russell Westbrook having a historically bad year. The gauntlet of the East to beat up on each other between the Brooklyn Nets being a 7, 8, or 9 seed. You talk about the difference between uh, the Boston Celtics losing Robert Williams. You know, what are they going to be because he's the backbone of their defense? Milwaukee is still there. But about all the teams, the team, the model of consistency, this is the year perfectly designed by the basketball gods for Chris Paul to win it all. And the best backcourt and one of the best leaders in the game, him and Devin Booker and CP3, this is their time. And if they don't do it, I, you know, I don't know what other better opportunity the basketball gods will provide for CP3. You know, I listen to you, Jay, and you're right about it. You really are. I mean, all the points that you make about everybody else that is in the association out there and what is going on and why the odds are really, really good for the Phoenix Suns, I have to tell you, Jay, for me, as a professional athlete, a former professional athlete, watching these guys go out and play with the intensity the requisite intensity and consistency over and over and over again. The same formula is being used to defeat the likes of Houston as it is to defeat the Philadelphia 76ers. It doesn't matter to this team. Jay, don't you think this team is just good enough where it doesn't matter what anyone else does in the association? It's just them. We are on the same page, and I've been preaching that this entire year. I know it's been a while since we've spoken, but I'm only going to tell you how it looks from inside the stomach of the beast. Yes. I come to work every day at 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Do you know what highlights I see? Joel Embiid, James Harden. Oh, my goodness. This has a chance to be the best pick and roll maybe in the history of basketball. <laughs> LeBron James, the Lakers are failing once again. What's going on with the drama in Brooklyn? Kyrie Irving allowed to play the most dynamic skilled duo of all time. Nobody, nobody in basketball is talking about the best team in basketball. Yeah. You, so you've been you combine that. that ammunition with the fact that they are the best team in basketball. What other variable in this equation do you need to have it equal a world championship? Mm-hmm. Talking to Jay Williams. Jay, you, you were on Memphis very early this season. You told us about them before they ever even really got going. When you look around the teams that are going to make the playoffs, is there anybody else that you think might be a little under the radar that could be dangerous? No, I think it's Memphis. I think Memphis will be your biggest challenge. I really mm-hmm. do. Uh, it's just collectively, they are a younger version of who the Suns are. And it will come down to the age and the defensive capabilities of the Phoenix Suns to stop John Morant. But collectively, guys, they are a very, very dangerous team because they have youth, they have legs, and they play just as hard every single possession. You talk about a street fight with knives. Like, that's what this is going to be. Like, if those two teams meet in the Western Conference Finals, just pull out the Band-Aids, Wolf, Pull out the first aid kit. They're going to be scratches. They're going to be claw marks. They're going to be fights. This is what basketball deserves if those two meet in the Western Conference Finals. Wow, that is that is awesome right there. I'm man. telling you, Wolf, it's going to happen. Yeah. Believe it. 
Hey, buddy, man, thank you so much for your time, Jay. We appreciate it as always, and God bless you. Boys, and we'll talk pray for to me. I got a big weekend. Pray for me now, okay? Yes. Okay, pray buddy. Me, I don't fight a North Carolina fan this weekend in New Orleans. Okay, Please. man. <laughs> good, good, good luck, Thank Jay. you so much, Jay. All right, guys. Okay, Have buddy. a good one.